you have no idea how many times I've recorded this message. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Happy Sunday. As I'm recording this message right now, it is the 2nd of May, 2021. This is a podcast with myself and my brother from another mother in America, Blade 078. We did a three-hour conversation, and of course, because I didn't do my due diligence to check the gear on my side, my voice was very, 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 very low. So I'm hoping you can still enjoy this conversation that we had. You can not go throw away three hours. I was skeptical. I was like, shit, man, this is three hours, and even with my editing skills, I'm not good enough yet to raise my volume without affecting the quality of the audio. It's some technical difficulties we were dealing with. I should have checked the gear first before I proceeded. And I hope it's not too bad on your end. Do enjoy and thank you for your time. Of course, the next time, brother Blade 078, aka Dexter, and I do another pass, uh, well, another pass, 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 what? another podcast, guaranteed you to be of the utmost quality. Yes, yes. Goodbye, people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I didn't laugh. Have a happy Sunday. <laughs>
so I could film. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and then come find out these phones can do it better than the camera and edit it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Exactly. But, <laughs> but at least you have the camera though so there's nothing wrong yeah yeah it's already there to be used for any other um things in the future right i have like a high-tech tripod that comes with a remote control so i can leave the camera and i can start recording from a distance you know all of that nice. and come to these phones can do it nah, without still. blinking <laughs> <laughs> i saw a guy who did a video for like six months straight using the iphone I think iPhone 10 or 11. Yeah. You did it 60 frames per second. That's crazy. And edited everything. The only downside I, I feel anyway when it comes to the iPhone is if you're using, um, if you're using it consistently, it's mm-hmm. battery. That's, yeah. that's why I'll always side the cameras any day because I don't, I don't think their batteries run out as quick as the iPhone does when, when you And, and the batteries are replaceable. I mean, it, whoever has the funds to get a camera for sure, do it. If you don't have the mm-hmm. and if you use the iPhone to you can put them up. Yeah, I agree completely. And what there's a Google phone that's called Pixel that optimizes your selfies. So like if you're outside and it's dark and you know how when we, when you're using a piece of technology like a phone or a camera or anything, the way you see it doesn't translate to the phone. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, but this uh, this Google Pixel phone, it you know that's a I might have to put that in as sponsorship. <laughs> this Google <laughs> this Google Pixel phone, it captures how you see it. And there's options to uh, enhance it so that it even looks better. So I was like, what? That's the only Android <laughs> device I, I can trust. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I had, and before they called it Google Pixel, I had it the way it was called Nexus. Okay. I had the yeah, okay. old school version, really thick, wide-ass phone. And I wasn't comfortable with the size, but it's, it's, the, the fluidity of the, um, the UI is beautiful. Just the way it works when you're going to settings, apps, Nothing lags, yeah. nothing takes too much time. So that's the one Android device I can always side with. Okay. I prefer that over iPhone. I don't mind iPhones, but uh, yeah, only Google Pixel I, I trust. Huawei, I've not used yet, but I've heard bad things about Huawei. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Yeah, man. So uh, this tech. So I can walk around with this, and it doesn't sound like like you don't hear my heater in the background. You don't hear any like. Um, extra sounds in the back do you no i'm i'm literally cracking my pants thinking what else can you hear on my side if i no no it sounds clear i mean you know with these headphones maybe mine kind of sucks but um it just sounds like a regular call you know it sounds just like a regular phone call or even when we are on uh IG and we're talking to each other. It sounds like that, but there's no hissing, there's no background noises, nothing like that. Yeah, and I've got my headphones on too, so I'm thinking if I can pick up anything in the background, is it the mic or is it the app or is it just I don't know, inbuilt? Maybe we should give a little kudos to our check for twenty years. Funny. We gotta give a little kudos and if there's no hisses, because I'm definitely anxious I'm anxious to see how it's gonna sound after we're done recording. Exactly. I'm really anxious, but you're right. So far, it sounds clean, like we're in a studio. Exactly. This is 
madness. <laughs> what I did with my brother, we did it the first time was with the iPhone um, AirPods. No, not the AirPods, the, the old school ones with the wired, the wired ones anyway. Right, and right, right. Mad hiss on that one. So to edit the hiss out, it wasn't bad, but it was annoying. So because we were talking most of the time, the pauses were easier to cut out. And then obviously with the pauses, I had to pick out uh, where we were quiet for a little second or two just to find the hisses and then see look, look for it through the whole recording and just dump mm-hmm. it out. but I think when I do it too much it kills the um, audio quality so I did it as best as I could and that's why uh-huh. I played the audio with some music in the background like light music in the background yeah it kind of takes your mind off the hiss and because you don't know it's there until I tell you it's there then you wouldn't even listen to it exactly Exactly, exactly. You know, I I dabbled with editing uh, early on. You know, when the you know you get a new computer and it gives you that video editing editing thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I used to play around with that so much. I'll put like um, friends would have weddings or we would go out, and I'll just take my camera with me. I'll create like um, slideshows and throw music in there, the effects, you know, the transition effects and all that. It was great. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Huh? That's how we started. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we yeah. That's how you do your, your uh, editing with the sound, especially with the slides. Slides is the first, I think it's the first way everyone starts to put this out like in editing videos. You know how? Yeah. You know, like, like this, you take it up to another to large, especially yeah. wedding photos, though. Mm-hmm. That, was, that must have been fun. Yeah, I did that. The first wedding thing was it was a close friend of mine, and uh, both of them they were very, they were work friends, they were close to me, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what I can do, and I took some songs from like after the wedding where we all went out and had fun at the club and stuff like that. Yes, we went to a club. and (laughs) we went to the club and it was fun and I made sure to get lots and lots of pictures I had over um, I had over about 200 300 shots or whatever and my shots were so good I guess the photographer the wedding photographer wanted some of my pictures and I was like "All right, we can make a deal (laughs) <laughs> yes they, you go ahead sorry go on no I was gonna say uh, I, I said let's make a deal you give me your wedding pictures I'll give you my shots and we can mix it in make candid shots and he's like yes and that's what we did nice <laughs> you should have paid me <laughs> but then again but, photographers ask you for your pictures that's yeah, yeah. Because I was, I was just rattling it through. I was like, look, 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 look. And he said, oh, those are good. Can I have those? I was like, only if you give me yours. And he said, okay. And it was a simple trade. Yeah, yeah I made a, I made a, um, like a slideshow thing using all the songs from the night and from the wedding um, ceremony itself. And it was good. And what I heard was that, you know, the husband called me and he's like, oh, Dex, um, this was good you made my wife cry. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. I was like, nice. <laughs> I was like, you know, <laughs> I was like, nice. That's that's what I was aiming for. So I think they still have it, even though they're divorced now. But hey, <laughs> memories. Dude, that's, uh, I don't even know if I should cry for that. Dang, that's... <laughs> in the time, it was relevant then. I mean, it's still relevant. Yeah. It's still portfolio, but yeah. 
That's what you want to do. Yeah. You want to make sure someone someone cries at your work. Yeah, jump well done. Yeah, I mean, how else? I mean, if you give it to them and they're like, oh, that was nice. You're like, okay, that's cool. They liked it. But if you get that emotional, wow, I couldn't stop crying. It was so beautiful. I was like, say what? Yeah, that's it. That makes it even, man. So I think I can go to bed happy tonight. Yeah, exactly. Make somebody cry in a good way? Hell yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was good. It was good. But if I would have known I could do voiceovers in there and all that, oh, man. And if I would have known at that point that I could do video, like throw video in there, oh, man, it would have been spectacular. Yeah. I think those things always happen bit by bit. You don't you don't rush into it, but you enjoy it in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you can look back and say, "Yeah, I wish I I had done that with the voiceover or with with the um with the video as well." The fact that you put the songs that was played, yeah. Reddit, how did did you do the DJ list or did you remember the songs? Or did you, how did you do that? I had some video and just some from memory. So um, <laughs> you know. I, Huh? That's some detective motion to remember the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could call it detective, you know, detective uh, level stuff, or you could call it stalkerish. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. There's a fine line in between both. But when it, when it, exactly. friends, yeah, it's, it's, it's all right to do that. Yeah, exactly. Like so, you know, I did it, I, uh, and I remember some of the songs, and, um, yeah, I just I, I know majority of it was memory because I had I had few video shots of the wedding at all. So it was cool. That's good, man, dude. That's you have a good memory then. <laughs> at the time, I did. Now, change. <laughs> I'm very thoughtful to actually use the same songs at the wedding rather than some random songs. Because it, it yeah. kind of keeps it cohesive. It, it keeps it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a dope move. Yeah, man. It kept them feeling the emotions of that moment or those moments. Yeah. So I was happy to do it. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's a little insight there. Yeah. And this is our first time together. So. That's right. That's right. I mean, you know, what was it? Uh, just uh, every now and then we would comment on our on our pictures, or on our videos, on IG. Dude, you- and then, huh? And then it, it, it evolved into us talking on EG, IG to each other. <laughs> little by little. Little by little. <laughs> Especially with the geek stuff, the movie stuff. Oh, yeah. Other little political things here and there. Not for the sake That's right. Obviously, things we, we definitely feel um, right. close to our hearts. Of course, and you know that's the thing to get us fired up, fired up anyway. Because I'll be sitting here all day, and then like one of my uh, family members says something about a comic book or a video game or something, and I'm like, "Did you try this?" And you know, it's just going to spark that conversation. Yeah. So I'm happy to do it. It's, it's something. What it's something that I love. And a friend of mine told me that I should jump into doing something like that and I, what I was going to do is uh, um, you know the uh, Mezco 112 collective figures no wait is that another- oh man Mezco Mezco yes I've never heard of them what seriously I know this is Mezco the Mezco 112 collective figures are the ones that I started getting into because the Hot Toys figures was it was getting too expensive for them <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the message still keeps the detail, right? 
Yeah, Mezco still keeps the detail. They go uh, 1/12 scale or six inch scale figures. And the detail on it is phenomenal. I absolutely love them. Um, I told them, I gave them a couple of suggestions and I saw one or two of them pop up and I was like, yes, they listen to their fans. That's what I'm talking about. Nice. You know? So uh, the Mezco figures, what I was going to do with them, uh, a friend of mine that um, he, we worked together um, in it when I was working for the government a little bit. And um, he told me, you know what you should do? You should do voiceovers. And I was like, oh yeah? He's like, yeah. He's like, and you know all those things that you post about. I was like, you mean the comic book stuff? He's like, yes, you should do voiceovers to that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't. Hey, I'm down to do it now that I have the tech. (laughs) Um, Huh? Because your voice, you have the voice for it, standard. Yeah, I've been told that, man. You don't know. Um, when I was working for the government, when I, the first day that I was hired and they put me on the phones to talk to customers and take requests and stuff like that, I had people asking me, he's like, wait a minute, who are you? And I was like, well, I'm the, I'm the new guy. I work here now. They're like, oh, okay. Okay. And not maybe about 30 minutes later, I, you know, the people started coming into the office and I was like, okay, wow. Is this place usually packed like this? And they're like, no. And then I overheard uh, my coworker talking to one of the uh, people there. And they're like, I just wanted to see who the guy was that was on the phone. I was like, what? What? <laughs> I was like, this is a government facility. You didn't come in here for business. You just came to see who I was. Oh, yes. Hi. Welcome to the business. I was like, you're a customer. It's <laughs> <laughs> pulling people in like the sirens, but for, for the other reason, rather than sirens killing people. You just, exactly. <laughs> Got that deep school radio voice. Standard. Yeah. I was, I was trying to do something with it before, but it, it didn't fly, so I kind of stopped. But podcast. Yes, I could do this all day. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so when you say you tried to do something with it before and fly, do you mind me asking what that was? No, that's that's fine. Um, you know, there was a website, I forget the name, um, but uh, basically you can set up uh, voice samples so that people can say, hey, look, I need you to do this for me, like a commercial, or I need you to do um, a voiceover that I'm going to put to music. I actually had one guy in Germany asked me, he asked me to read something. And um, what he was going to do was take that and put it in his house music or whatever. And I was like, that's, that's freaking cool. Why not? (laughs) Yeah. But I told him, I was like, okay, look, I, I, I don't think it was a paying gig or maybe it was just a little bit of money there. I was like, can I have a sample of whatever you make? I mean, of, you know, of the audio that you make so I could put in my, um, in my portfolio or whatever. I never heard from the guy again. Uh, <laughs> nah, you, do, you don't, you don't, you don't know. Mm-hmm. Cool. Especially if you yeah. someone to do it rather than they approaching. Did you approach him? He, he approached you, right? He approached me. Yeah. He listened to, he listened to my little website or whatever. 
and he approached me. He said, oh, I have a job for you. If you can do this, you know, what I do is I'm a, I'm a DJ and I put a lot of audio to music. And I was wondering if you could read this off to me. I was like, yeah, I could do that. I was like, as long as I get a copy of what you do, because I'm curious. And I never heard back from the dude. Nah, that sucks. You don't do that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so <clears throat> I did that. The government facility, it was just... Um, permits or whatever I was in um, I used to work for this place down in Delaware it was for building permits and code enforcement and um, I did a pool safety video for them oh yeah <laughs> I did a pool safety video for them and then when they started handing those CDs out to people summertime um, the uh, what is it? Emergency services called me and I did like a little thing on their phone line. So when calls came in, they would hear my voice cue what kind of call it was. Damn. Yeah. Um, but shortly after that, I left that. I left the county there and my son was born. I had to start making more money. <laughs> <laughs> and the saga begins. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So um, uh, after that, after that Germany project, I started doing a little bit more samples on here and it didn't go anywhere. And I was like, what is going on? And then I looked and they said, oh, you have to do this. You have to do this. You have to pay. And then I was like, oh, OK, I'm out. <laughs> those things yeah. people love doing anything when it comes to, especially when it comes to expressing something you feel it's, it's of you naturally yeah, pay, yeah. I mean it, it, training for sure uh, voice coaching uh, accent coaching all those things of course it's like, mm -hmm. free, but when it just comes to just you expressing and trying out things with your voice and seeing how strong your vocals are yeah yeah, I don't. I mean, it's easy for me to say you don't, I don't think you should pay when I'm not the one running the services. But I just feel this this should be a a nice cohesive um, harmony between both parties. Mm -hmm. That way, someone isn't putting in money for something they don't know it's going to be. Uh, exactly, and you know, you hear about all of these these scams that some of these agents do. Exactly. Uh, they say, "Oh yeah, come on in," and then you jump into the mix. And they're like, oh, yeah, we love this. We love this. You put out all the work and you get paid little money or um, they tell you that you're going to get a certain amount. And then they say something like, oh, it didn't work out. So you're not going to get paid for this while they're pocketing all of that stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but at least now but, you're doing this, especially for the I forgot the name you mentioned. The uh, not the hot toys, the other brand you gave. Oh, Mezco? Yeah. Because yes, Mezco. If you like the sound of my voice. Exactly. No, let me say. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> because um, I don't know if you, I think you follow KC Lozner on my page as well, the, uh, the uh, introverted author. Yes, yeah. yes. She's working on some, um, I, I don't want to say audiobooks because I don't want to put her business out there too soon. I don't know if she's doing that. Mm -hmm. But she's, she's working on voiceover well, some of the characters in her books. Oh, and oh, that's cool. Or after hearing this, I know I feel she would definitely want to add you as well because I feel that'd be a okay. to start. Because she she did a few voiceovers like in the British accent, and to me personally, for my ears, they were dope. She felt okay she as good as she would have liked them to do. But I feel it's like um, what's the new thing they were doing recently now? Not the audiobooks, the other one for the comics. Uh, is it live comics? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't when the know. panels move each time, and you can hear the. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, ah, uh, I know. I could. I want to say interactive, but I don't think that's right either. Yeah, I, I know what you mean, but I, I think it's along those lines. And when she did, yeah. did that with her, she even had uh, background noises like uh, swords clashing and people fighting in the background, like the yes. high school um, King Arthur time period. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, yeah. I told her, listen, whatever character you can drum up for me. I'm ready. Just throw me on there. And I feel these days, I, I feel without having to pay anyone per se. That's why you see me do most of the voiceovers on my video mm-hmm. or anything else I do because it's just me working and getting used to either reading something I've, I've seen on screen, reading the script, or just off the dome or just ad living as I go along. So that way, right. having to pay money for something they're not too sure they really want to do yet. And like I said, I'll mention you to Casey and see what she feels about that. that that'd be a nice nice thing to just do for the sake of oh, yeah. obviously when other people hear it then I can see where that's, that goes down the line of can we hire him how much do you charge and why not because they're yeah. animated these days and all these cartoons they started somehow yeah that's you're right you're right um, now for you because I know you're working with this stuff too and you're deep in it and a lot of the stuff that you do is awesome okay so uh just me hearing you uh, uh you know how you edit how you throw this little uh, um accent into the into the whole work and the, you know I'm, I'm just serious you know and the the way that you put the graphics up there and all that it's like i'm like wow how does this guy do this it's amazing so my question to you is did you uh do you have a background in that did you just start playing around with it do you have like a theater or acting experience none 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 whatsoever no joke phenomenal (laughs) (laughs) that's phenomenal that means you're a raw talent and really and truly really and truly if you know something popped up you know, if I got finished one of my scripts and you were here on this side of the pond, as they say, um, <laughs> and I had a project, I'm like, hey, man, do you want to do this? Because you, you're just so natural with it. It's like you could take something and just roll with it. And that's really good in the active field, at least from my point of view, you know? Okay, let me sidestep. Everybody, this, this is what Dexter is very good at. <laughs> You know how to butter people up from what? Actually, you did it a lot of times when you when you comment on posts. You do it so well; it comes from your soul. You know you can read a message, but you can tell it's a generic thing. With you, it's not generic. Yeah. So I, I, when I say fully appreciate the compliment from my soul, I appreciate it. I truly, because I'm just doing me. Mm-hmm. I'm always worried most of the time I wonder how people will receive me as I'm being mm-hmm. too much I'm not expressing myself enough and then here comes Dexter and Dexter's like dude awesome I'm like four or five emojis I'm like me I normally put one and a smiley four that was mean <laughs> just doing it for the sake of doing it but it's the consistency of it I'm like okay this is being honest enough and I definitely appreciate it and in terms of any project you have in the future I'm ready because I'm okay. growing and I'm learning definitely growing excellent I'm always watching um, guys who do voiceovers on if it's not YouTube it's uh, TikTok there's a lady I follow on TikTok uh, I think she's Philippine from the Philippines she's really 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 good the ranges yeah. how people do what they're capable of doing especially based on someone who has a natural um, for a lady for example natural soft soft slash deep voice 
And then when she <laughs> does the little, hey, my name, that little Mickey Mouse thing. I don't know. Yes. That you know, so when I see people do like the different variations of their accents, mm-hmm. it's, it's inspiring to me as well. Yeah. With me and my brother, we grew up watching your Jim Carrey movies, your mm-hmm. Arnold movies, especially Jim Carrey yeah. movies. And it helps, I think, inflection with our accents. And I, I, I now low-key understand where the variation of our American accents and British accents come from. Because you watch both um, mediums growing up. Even though mm-hmm. we watch our own natural um, Nigerian shows. But we watch a lot of British and American TV shows and movies. And that's where the accents come through. So when yeah. you're getting really upset during a, a, a podcast or voiceover, mm-hmm passionate about something that you hear my natural Nigerian accent come up my, my African tongue just hits <laughs> and it's <laughs> I hear it you know just like when, when you did the uh, the Justice League uh, Snyder Cut thing oh my god that thing was flying out all every which way I was like <laughs> I was like yo y'all done upset my band fix this <laughs> the other thing I was worried about is well, okay, do I maintain this American accent or do I am I, am I am I doing it subconsciously or consciously or do I just relax myself and just let my natural tongue flow through so my brain constantly does that and then when I realize okay these accents have come through for a reason I can mm-hmm. do well enough then you know what might as well throw it onto a character how does the character sound yeah. when he looks if it's a tall guy, it's a thick guy, the deep, deep voice thing. Okay, if I can do the deep voice thing for too long, can I edit it and post? So all, all those things come through when I'm playing around with the accent. And it just means seeing how long I can hold a tone or an accent for. Seriously. Yeah. It's an, do I pause, take a break, and then do it again? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a journey, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, it is. I know that in most of these talent pools or Hollywood uh, casting places and stuff like that, if a person has an accent and they don't want the accent, they will force them to not use it. And if you can't, if you can't stop your accent, then you're out. (laughs) In, In my, in my opinion, you should keep it. Now, I mean, I know that some characters call for this, some characters call for that, but like in a podcast or anything like that, I don't think that it should be eliminated. I think you should just let it flow off the tongue as easily as it does. You know, it shows it shows that you're real. It shows that you're authentic. And I don't see a problem with it. It's it's professional, in my opinion, because that's you, you know, this is true. This is true. Yeah. Again, thank you very much. So. No problem, man. So uh, you've never been on stage. You never did any acting, nothing like that. No, the, I, I freaked the hell out. You, the first time I went for an audition for um, uh, modeling, uh-huh. a room full of guys and different girls, I was judging the hell out of myself. This dude looks handsome. He's, he looks like he's more finer than me. Mm-hmm. I like the hair, I like the height. Oh, she's beautiful. So why yeah. the hell am I even here? And then how would they pick? So I was already <laughs> defeating myself with negative thoughts, let alone right. stage. And then do, yeah. um, auditions for acting. This is just mm-hmm. modeling. Remember, it's just pictures, pose here, and even how well I take instructions, how, yeah. how well I feel in my body when I relax and pose, or am I stiff? All those things I was playing in my head. And imagine right. <laughs> going for auditions. <laughs> nah, I would I would piss my pants easily without without any. I hear you. 
Let me tell you my story, okay? <laughs> I did a little acting when I was in grade school, and I thought that was going to be the, the end of it, really. Okay. So, uh, you know, high school comes, I stay to myself. I'm like a wallflower in high school. Um, in college, I wanted to do the same wallflower thing, right? And I was getting bored with school. I went to Delaware State University um, and I met a number of different directors there. One that uh, was my mentor. His name was Dr. Damu A. Kenyatta. Mm. He passed away. Yeah, he passed away recently. Well, not recently, maybe about seven years ago or so. <laughs> but this guy was my mentor. Uh, I, if it wasn't for him, I would have left. I would have left Delaware State and I would have went back to New York City and I don't know what I would have been doing. Anyway, I was sitting in my dorm. It was boring. I was bored. I didn't have a TV, radio, nothing. So I was just sitting there looking at the blank white cinder block wall. <laughs> right? And a friend of mine came in, Oliver Shockley. Um, a friend of mine came in and he's like, yo, Dex, what are you doing? I was like, nothing. Why? He's like, why don't you come with me? I was like, no, man, I'm done coming with you. Because he used to get into a little bit of trouble. Not not something big where, you know, this is a big shootout or anything like that. But <clears throat> we would get into something and I would see him start arguing with somebody and then we would just be on our way. And I was like, man, I don't want to experience any of that anymore. No, I'm not coming with you. He's like, no, man, this is on campus. Come with me. It's to my play production class. And I was like, no, nah, man, I'm just going to stay in my room and be bored. He's like, come with me. You don't got nothing else to do. Come. I was like, all right. So I went with him. And uh, he's like, all right, just sit and listen. And I would sit in and listen. And this guy is expounding on topics of um, uh, the diaspora, the African diaspora, you know, um, talking about how drama, how drama is supposed to be done. You're supposed to become the character, not you make the character yourself, you know, stuff like mm -hmm. that. And he, he would uh, talk about Afrocentricity which was amazing to me because when I was back in Brooklyn, my aunt fed us that stuff, you know? So um, I was feeling a little lost without it. But when I heard this guy, I was like, yeah. So I was sitting on his classes after this dude brought me in. So then um, one night he tells me to come with him. And I was like, all right. He's like, I'm going to get you apart. I was like, I don't want to be, a, I don't want to be on stage. Do not, <laughs> do not do that. Okay. Don't do it. I'm telling you right now, don't do it. He's like, all right, cool. I'm not going to do it. We go and sit in the audience and there's a couple of friends there. Now, do you remember that show Fame? Oh, uh, that sounds familiar. Is it like the audition show? Okay. Uh, it sounds familiar, but... It was a performing arts school. It was a show that came on in the 80s. So if you didn't, if you didn't ever saw it, that's fine. But he's talking about he's going to get me a part. We walk into the auditorium of the theater and these people are all in their little corners performing, doing dance moves, playing instruments. And I'm standing there and I'm looking at this and it's like, nah, these people are way too serious for me. I can't. <laughs> I was like, there's no way that I can do this. There's no way. So I find myself a seat in the back away from everybody. So I could just sit back and take in this knowledge that he's putting out there. Why does dude go up to the director and whisper something in his ear? <laughs> so we're sitting there. It was me and a, it was like a, probably about three or four other guys that was with us. 
and the director he's he gets up dr kenyatta gets up and he's like all right we're gonna cast for the zulu warriors now and i was like oh no man i've seen <laughs> i've seen shaka zulu you know i'm not getting on stage just like that there's no, <laughs> there's no way no possible way that you're gonna make me do that no way so i shrink down in my seat and he's like yes everybody get together get together everybody sits in the audience so i was like oh sweet now i got a shield you can't see me so um <laughs> he calls these people up no he he says all right we're gonna cast for the zulu warriors i'm gonna need like maybe about seven to twelve men for this right seven to ten men and i'm like all right you know seven to ten men then even if i get a part then I'm gonna I'm not gonna be on stage by myself. Mm -hmm. I'm good. I'm good. So he tells this one guy to get up. Get up. And the guy got up. The guy was short. He was probably like five something. And he tells him, no, sit back down. And he sat back down. And I was like, oh man. Okay, this guy right next to me is next. You stand up, stand up. He's like, okay, okay. I want you to read this. And the guy is reading this part. And he's like, ah, okay, all right. And the way the script was written, this is before I got it, but I remember now. He had it Zulu 1, Zulu 2, Zulu 3, Zulu 4, Zulu 5, Zulu 6, all the way down to like 15 or 12 or something like that. I don't remember exactly. So he had a cut down list and everybody picked one part. But then he got to me and he's like, stand up. And the minute I stood up, he was like, oh, yes. And I was like, what? No, there's six guys right there. Don't pick me. And he's like, yes, come on up, come on up. I was like, wait, these guys didn't get to come up. Why do I have to come up? Come up here, come up here. And he stood me right in the middle of, uh, it wasn't on stage, but it was like right off stage, but right in front of the audience. He's like, this is what I want you to read. And I read the first line. And I was like, we knew long before this, that so on, so on, so I used to know this verbatim for a long time. But like I said, my memory's gone. Anyway, um, <laughs> I read the first line and the auditorium shut the hell up. Everybody was quiet, right? So I said the first line and everybody was quiet. And I just took the script and I went to go sit down. He's like, no, 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 no. Come back, come back, come back. Read the next one. And I read the next one. He's like, keep going. And I read the, the line after that, the line after that, line after that, line after that. And he says, we do not need any more Zulu warriors. This guy is it. I was like, what? <laughs> I get the part and it's just me? No, man. I was like, please don't do this to me. He said, no, no, you do fine. You do fine. He sat, he told me to sit back in the audience. So I went over to the corner and I was thinking about my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at my boy Oliver and I was like, you did this to me. I'm going to get you. But I was, I was going to be mad and pissed. I was going to be mad and pissed until ladies of the theater group came to me. Oh, <laughs> it changed everything. I was like, yes, I will be that Zulu warrior. <laughs> I will be that hero that everybody needs me to be. <laughs> that's all you need, man. That's the, that's the only motivation you need. That was it. That was it. I was like, what? Andy's are upper class women? Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs>
they were like, you know, they were uh, sophomores and higher. So I was a freshman. So these ladies came up to me and was like, no, you were really good. I was like, really? Yes, you should stay and do this. You should do this. I was like, you don't really think I was that good? Yes. Okay. All right. The, the, the jury has spoken. I am in. Yes. Right, <laughs> ladies. Yeah, man. So, ladies, of course. Yes, please. Thank you. Yeah. And after that, I I acted on stage for every single major production after that. Damn. I caught that bug. It was really good, man. It was really good. You obviously improved. You enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was it was so much fun. I mean, you know how kids like to pretend? That's basically how I thought about it. So I was like, oh, I'm not getting paid. I don't care. I'm on stage, you know? Enjoying the whole process and experience of that. Yeah, yeah. It was it was really, really fun. Um, I give him a lot of credit for my acting, Dr. Kenyatta, another professor that passed away, Dr. Donald Brown. Um, he gave me my first part. And do you, do you remember, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, how long you've uh, been in the UK. Um, but, um, in the States here, there was a time where there was a guy who was cast to be Jesus in a play and it was a black guy and it was so much heat on this guy being Jesus. People were like giving him, uh, um, they were sending him death threats and all that. Do you remember anything like that back in the 90s? No. Ah. Okay. Well, this thing made, it was like national news. Black guy playing Jesus gets um, death threats because of the play he was in. They showed posters of him with the thorn crown on and everything. And I was like, what? So the very first play that I got to play in, all I did was I read for um, other actors that were auditioning. Kind of like a Han Solo type thing where um, <clears throat> Harrison Ford was a carpenter and then he came into the pool joint and they said, hey, can you just sit in and read with this person? And he did. And then he got the part as Han Solo. <laughs> That's basically what I did. Um, I went in and the guy, the, the professor asked me to read with these other people who are auditioning. And then I was like, okay, all right. And my teacher, I forget, it was my English teacher, she told me to go in. Go and talk to Miss Patterson, I believe. Go in there and just help them out. Okay. And I read the part. To God. <laughs> yes, man. All I, did was, all I did was read it. I read the part. I read the part as these other actors were performing it. Yeah. So I was just, it was just a call and response thing. I played God. I said this, they did that. I said this, they did that. So then, um, what happened? I found out I got the part because, um, the, the professor was putting it on the wall and I was going into my classroom and somebody's like, Dash, you need to go look at that paper. I was like, why? I'm not auditioning for anything. And I go look and I got the part for God. And I was like, how? What? I don't <laughs> what, what that was the very first time and then after that when people saw me in that God um, role um, that's when I started getting other roles and people would just say hey do you think you can read for this do you think you I was like uh alright well the first time was fun let me try that and then Dr. Kenyatta's it was like a huge musical production I always wanted to experience that but 
I wasn't going to just throw my hat in the ring. And that's when my friends set me up that way. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. And I love it. I love playing the role. I love doing that. So, yeah, me doing voiceovers for a um, uh, digital graphic novel or whatever. Yeah, that has to so, be next level, man. Will you do it? If if she offers me something, I'm going to say, I'm not doing it. I'll let Cos- Cosmic Jedi's with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say it. For real, I'm not even joking. <laughs> I can't even remember the name she gave me the character, but yeah. Sure. It'd be nice to do, do a um, oh. back reading. Because uh, I don't even know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You can, uh, it's fire, man. Uh, it's fire. Uh, ro- yeah, thank you. Energy. That's the word I was looking for. Energy. Yes, man. You, the the best the best times that you can have acting is when you are talking to somebody or you're you're doing a scene with somebody. Yeah. And that chemistry is there. If if that chemistry is not there, it's gonna suck bad. And not only will you realize it, that, the that, audience will I notice it. When I, you know. When I, when I YouTube and Google um different actors and actresses who do uh, voiceovers for games. It's the, the most recent one I remember is uh, Gone mm-hmm. War. For the, I don't even know. I can't remember exactly how yes. they did theirs. But I know the mocap stuff. That's another thing I felt okay. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot to even mention. Myself and my brother, growing up, <laughs> we definitely wanted... I don't know how it's going to be from now until we leave this world. But we desired acting, especially myself. I wanted to act. Especially after I saw um, The Mask, the Jim Carrey. I felt, yeah, this guy can pull that mm-hmm. thing off, just like yeah. Luke. Because he, he looked like he was just being him. Even as children, we could tell, okay, there's, action, yes. there's an action hero. And you could, oh, this is a green screen. To an extent, you could tell us a stunt. Mm-hmm. Especially now, we're a lot older. Watching the old school movies, you could tell, oh, that's when they switch Arnold out for the stunt. But watching... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jim and... Uh, yeah. Robbie Williams or Robin? I can't... I help. With those two, um, yes, Robin Williams. They just came on set to have fun mm. and give life to what was given to them. Yes, it's just it's a exactly. So yeah, every time I watch exactly. all these guys behind the scenes when it comes to game videos, I love the mocap stuff. I was thinking to myself, if I don't do acting, mocap is one thing I want to do. Mocap and voice of for sure because you just you're, it's still acting, but it is a different type of acting. You're just wearing this mm-hmm. nodes all over, but the expressions in your face, body language, motion, especially with Uncharted. Oh, I used to watch every mocap video with Uncharted. Yeah. Oh my God. Nah, those guys are having a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's that's the best, best part. Um, Robin Williams and Jim Carrey are masters Ooh. of um, improvisation. Uh, the director, <clears throat> he used to say the same thing with Martin Lawrence. Yeah. You know, he can improv his ass off, really. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, these guys are masters. And that's why they, I don't know, you know, Tom Hanks was like that too. A little bit like that. Tom Hanks. Yes. Tom Hanks was a comedian, comedian, you know, just doing things for the fun of it. It was funny, whatever. And what Hollywood does is they like to take those wild and crazy characters 
and spin them so that they're serious and in points where it's going to be funny, let them go and let them mm. fly crazy funny, you know? Because you can see it, it, their character is a straight, a straight man, so to speak, as they say, where there's no comedy coming from them, they're serious, so on and so forth. And then they fly off the handle whenever yeah. something funny is supposed to happen. And it, it destroys the watcher. You know, the audience is dying at what these guys are doing. And it's, it's really good. You know, I wish I had more examples of actors that would do that too right now, yeah, but they used to me at this point. Off script and just freestyle. So, yeah. Next. Yeah. 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 We're just freestyling right now. I edit this to tell everybody heads up. This is a freestyle podcast for the first time. We did. Yeah, this is freestyle. Freestyle. We we could I knew that talking to this man right here that we could talk on any subject and just fly. I knew that. I knew that from the from the very first IG comments that we put it on we put on the on the thing. I knew that we could just soar off of anything. So here we go. This is a yeah, prime example. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I love acting. Um, um, but this podcast thing, it's still part of it. So any little nook or cranny of acting that I could fit myself into, yeah. I would do it because it's fun. I used to do it just for the fun of it. And people are like, hey, man, I thought I would see you on the big screen by now. Uh, and I used to tell them, no, because I'm doing this for fun. I'm not doing it for money. And I was like, <laughs> Idiot, what are you saying? <laughs> what are you telling these people? There's always that little light that you want to do on the big screen. But again, I don't know. Um, right. It's, it's what we, we've seen on screen and you want you want to emulate what you see. You want to add to the to the growing catalog of movies, storytelling, narrative, action heroes, um, mm -hmm. it's drama, whatever it is, you want to be part of that and add your you know two cents to it. And I, like I said earlier on, I'm not right. hungry for Hollywood because it, the world, well, Hollywood has changed. So right. whatever's going to so art. Oh yes, no, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me just throw my little two cents in that comment you just said. Hollywood has changed. The thing about Hollywood is Hollywood didn't change. Basically, just like you know, all of the, not to get political here, all of the police shootings and stuff like that that's been going on what's going on in Hollywood is all of that stuff has been going on for ages it's just now that uh, people are shining that little light on it and like look you see this Hollywood's not all cracked up to be you know uh, uh, like the whole Ray Fisher thing uh, <laughs> you knew it was coming up <laughs> <clears throat> the whole Ray Fisher thing with Ray Fisher he's talking about how people uh, basically downplayed his character they downplayed him they just tried to get under his skin get him out of the equation altogether you know that sort of thing do this or else that sort of thing right that's that's hollywood in a nutshell they want you to conform to their shell forget who you are do what we want you to do and that's it. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You're going to do this if you want and this thing. I'm my you know, not to not to not to go after Hollywood because it's Hollywood. Like you said, 
enjoy what you're doing, right. enjoy the acting, and then give life to the character you've been called to give life. Mm-hmm. Or if, if anything, create our own characters. I, I feel that's the next level. Yeah. I, I, I'm coming into. I know the other people doing things yeah. that we haven't heard of because they haven't hit uh, media or Instagram. I know the other working little projects like uh, right. what Lupita has done recently with the voiceover for her. No, she did the audio. Yeah, that's that. that it's almost for like a no brainer. But yeah. that's beautiful to see because yeah. she's done it, and yeah. another um, another girl who's seen her, mm. who's seen her do it can aspire to do what she's done, if not better. Uh, you can see multiple book series. I don't know how open she is right. in terms of people calling her over to do other books or other characters, especially back home in Kenya mm-hmm. and across the board. I feel that'd be something to to do in terms of her career because it's it's like yeah, she's trending, but you're adding. You add in a little energy to your project when you get Lupita on board, especially if she believes in the projects she's been invited to to go on board as well. I don't know how far she's gone in with the voiceover thing. And I, I know I've in her book. I've seen the YouTube cartoon she's on mm-hmm. right now. But that th- those are other things that inspire me to say, you know what? I, I need I need to detach myself from this Hollywood fame thing and then work on things you feel aren't being publicized enough, or you don't see enough of those things out there. So right going for something without doing anything. Mm-hmm. I can hung up something and then bring bring it to life or work with others such as yourself and bring other products to life as well. So you said the Hollywood thing, I'm training my mind right. to leave the Hollywood thing because it's an external thing you're chasing. Why do you want to act in the first place? What's your purpose? What do you bring to the table in terms of the acting thing? And yeah, I mean, I studied some some uh, level of storytelling from the Grios as well. And I realized the reason why I watch I think mm-hmm. a particular type of movies is the storytelling, the journey you go on with the, the, the characters, the ups and downs, the the progress they, they go through, the learning learning progress they go through as well, becoming the hero or the heroine, and so on and so forth. It's 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 something, man. You can teach, you can teach your movies. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. It, you, you know, people told me that too, and I was kind of weary of doing that. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, Lupita's, Lupita's so stuff. I mean, her voiceover thing. I, when I heard that she wrote a book, I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, and then not only did she write a book, she wrote that she did the voiceover to the character in the book. I thought that was very cool too. Um, I think it started with her Star Wars, um, her Star Wars, um, character. And the um, Maskanada, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Because even though they had her face being mapped by the computers for the character, it was her voice, and I didn't even know that was her voice. You know, as the character, I didn't, I didn't recognize it. So she, she may be a chameleon as a voice actor too. I agree with you. That, yeah. It's phenomenal, <laughs> Lupita. If you hear us, please, that please, <laughs> please contact us. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. So um, I think it started there. That she's like, oh, you know what? I can do this. I can do this. So yeah, sure. yes, keep more. doing it. Keep doing it. Um, yes, of course. And you know, I I have some friends that is in the business. Um, uh, uh, I won't. Name drop because that's corny. 
just one name. Uh, no, no, I'm not going to do that to them. Uh, maybe I'll, 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 maybe at a later time, but I'm not going to do it right now. Um, but these guys, they're good. And they've all trained on stage with the same director that I'm talking about right now, Dr. Damui Kenyatta. He was, he was amazing source of information. He was a great teacher, an uh, awesome mentor. I was his left hand for right hand, left, right hand, right hand <laughs> for, uh, for maybe about 14 years. And that's including while I was in school and after. So, um, because I slowly transitioned from being on stage to behind the scenes, and I saw ha- how he, as a director, worked. Um, so, and you know, not, and I want to tell you this too, because not only is acting on stage awesome, but being behind the scenes is awesome too. Mm. I absolutely loved being a stage manager. <laughs> Yes, bossing people around gave me my energy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> the true ability to say, get the golf stage right now. <laughs> that goes stage right, not stage left. You know, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, it was fun because you get to see how you put this performance together from the backside. You know, you get to see, okay, when this guy comes out, you play this music, this light comes on here. You know, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah, you get to be the actor and that's fun too. But seeing how they put the complete piece of magic together, it's, it's, it's awesome. I would all, I would say this to all actors, all people who aspire to be actors or whatever. When you get in there, Please, 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 please do both sides. Plus the the um the techs, the gaffers, all these people have jokes about the talent. So be in the mix so they don't be making fun of you. <laughs> That's right. I know what they're saying. Some people just prefer to go on stage, do the thing, and then get out of there and. Because the behind is is a different level. Of yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's 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 one sided. If you're just going to be on stage, I'm not. I'm not going to. You know, I'm not going to say don't be an actor, because acting is cool. Like I said, it loosened me up because I was a, a shy little wallflower. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to say anything to anybody. I just wanted to stay in my own bubble. I mean, I still kind of do that now, but <laughs> I still kind of do that now, but when I am put in these situations to talk, to, to, uh, collaborate, to, you know, have a group of some form or another, you're more open. Acting opens you up to that sort of thing. You start to be like, Oh, I could do that. Oh, I could do that. You know, that sort of thing. Um, it, it put me on another level, at least in my opinion, because like I said, I was a shy guy. I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to use my voice. I didn't. <laughs> um, but acting opened that up and then going behind the scenes and seeing how you put the complete, the complete masterpiece together. It was phenomenal. But in so, your blood, man. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. It's fun. I'm just saying it's fun. You know, with how people are afraid to do public speaking. 
fun of Yes, there's some people who are afraid to do it. Tr- you know, hey. I think <laughs> I really want to talk about it. I realize I'll just blow. It, it, yeah. And like you said, if you've got someone with you, yeah. you're bouncing back and forth of the person or a group of people, it's easier to just have a conversation with yourself or with yourself and the audience. So it's sick mm-hmm. rather than a linear thing. I'm talking at you. Right. Right. That's why I really hated monologues. But the very first play that I did with Dr. K was basically a monologue. The only other thing that made me like doing that part as the Zulu warriors, the representative of all Zulu warriors, was that I had a cast of beautiful, talented women that were behind me. It was, I mean, you know, it didn't hurt, you know, but it was amazing because as the warrior, I went out on stage and I was like, I, I remember I told him, what do I do if I see people laughing at me? You know, there's going to be people seeing me in this loincloth and these uh, uh, calf covers and all this other stuff, their headdress, and mm. they're going to be laughing at me. So what do I do mm. to stay in character? What do I do to be serious? You know, like that. And he said, you use the energy. And I was like, what? He's like, use the energy. He's like, trust me, when it happens, you're going to know what to do, right? Force. Use the- <laughs> That's like the force, like the force. Um, so what happened was I was on stage and some people that I knew were off uh, let's say that stage left stage right and they were off that way and I started my speech and they started laughing hysterically almost disrupting the performance and I had my Zulu shield and Zulu spear in my hand right these guys started laughing and I look right at them and I point my spear to them and I said the rest of my line <laughs> <laughs> they shut up the audience got back serious and I finished the rest of the thing and the ladies that were behind me were swaying and they started singing and while they started swaying and singing I turned around and left the stage the director ran up to me he's like yes that is what I was talking about that right there that's beautiful dude that's what I thought. I thought that. I was like, yo, this man set me up. I know he did. He told those guys to laugh at me. But I was like, these guys are knuckleheads. They don't listen to anybody. So. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, it was, it was crazy because I didn't know how it would come across. While I was doing it, I thought that I would miss my line. But I didn't. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was a fantastic feeling because when I did it, I got a chill throughout my whole body. And then I was like, nah, keep going. And I just kept going. So boom. Nah, it was nah. it was cool. No, anyway. No, no. Yeah. Enough about me. I'm gonna get a little piece of you when they yeah. listen to this podcast as well. I don't know where else follows you in, but you don't then again that's yeah. kind of intrusive because I, I forget because you and I talk I'm assuming you talk to other people who follow you from well that's a mistake I've made mm-hmm. ever people know you when I tag you in the videos and I assume they've read the way we converse with each other on right but obviously because I talk to you I'm assuming people have heard right. you sound but this will be the first time they hear your voice through this podcast <laughs> I'm about to spam the hell out of my freaking page with this right <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm just very grateful to you for saying, you know what, one day we're going to do a podcast. And I was like, yeah, that'll be fine. You know, just, you know, just throwing it, you know, by this no, you know, it's not out of view, but I just kind of threw it to the side saying, okay, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then I see that you actually do have a podcast. The one that you, I mean, the when you and your brother get together, that's a little magic there on its own because you guys play off each other so freaking well. <laughs> but how? You, there's no other way to yeah. do it. I mean, you, that's your sibling. So you you guys jumping off of yeah. each other with just the snide comments, the little jokes. It's fantastic. It really is. I, I absolutely love it. <laughs> you have that sight. That's what I'm saying. When you compliment, you do it from your soul because you can see what we're doing when we do it. And I have said most of the times, yes. he, he's been worried that people won't be able to receive our humor the way we express it because we just do. There's no overthinking. I'm the one who overthinks. He's the guy who's like, nope, don't think. Just be. Are you being... Are you being insulting? No. Are you being rude? No. Are you yeah. insulting people directly? No. You're just having fun. It's an up and down thing, but don't overthink because I'm the guy who's always doing the thinking thing. Wait, how are they going to this? Is going to sound rude? This is racist? Right. It's like, no, the king, cut it out. Just be. So I'm glad you joke through as well. <laughs> See, but the- no, no, no. I- I'm just saying that, but that's, what's, that's the beauty of it. You guys, you know, are brothers. You bounce off each other. You've probably been doing it forever, you know? So, so you guys putting this to voice or maybe even, even your videos is hilarious. It's like, yeah, he's going to do this. Yeah. You're going to do that. And it's like automatic. That's how it is. Because the way, the way we both right. with each other, we've always made a joke saying, I swear to God, there should be mm-hmm. a camera in the corner because the things we do together in our own space is just, mm-hmm. it's something else. So it, there needs to be a secret camera recording <laughs> us, then we can just sit down and edit the footage and just release on YouTube. So he, he said the whole thing, got a camera one time. Uh, I didn't even think it was that hard to stand in front of a camera and beat us. But it's him. He was just giving 90%. I was putting mm-hmm. 10 So it was up and, up and down and... It was even right. thing as well. Okay, we have to look a particular way, just a particular way. I'm like, dude, when it comes to this YouTube thing, I'm being me. There's no suits. There's no dress. This I'm just being moi. Because I've watched <laughs> guys and ladies on YouTube be themselves. <laughs> then you realize there's a particular way to be successful yeah. in your own personage when it comes to this expressive, expressive uh, energy outwardly to people who don't know you, but you feel and hope they receive you as you're giving yourself out there. But with the podcasting, it was me who's the revert. Yep. Dude, we haven't done any videos in a long time. We live apart from each other. But I said the one thing we can uh-huh. do is we can talk. We talk to each other over the phone, over the gaming, uh, gaming sessions. Always, always talking. I can never mm-hmm. go online and game with my brother when he's on the phone. I dislike it very much. I highly, highly dislike it. I'm like, dude, if you're on the phone, don't call me to go online. You need to be off the phone. When it's on the phone. So what I told him, I said, yo, this podcasting is easy. We both like to talk a lot, talk about movies a lot, about our passions, anything we feel very passionate about, we express easily without any issues. Do our own inside jokes. And it'd be a nice thing to even do the inside jokes with ourselves for so long, people can even get to understand the inside jokes. So I said, dude, I don't want to hear no ifs, buts, or maybe's. Get this app. 
done. Let's do it. And that's how we start. And because, yeah, I had people saying, oh, you've got exactly. this voice of the thing. You should do it. I'm like, but I don't really have a deep, deep voice. I've heard people who have deep voices like you. So I don't know why people say you should do radio or do voiceovers or do podcasts. So, because I kept on hearing it over and over again. I thought, you know what? It's only one life, man. Might as well get it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, your voice is deep. Yours is. Too, so, they they I mean, give you a role for God. <laughs> That's. <laughs> It's that's it. Nah, man, that was crazy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> cyborg for Teen Titans. And his voice is deep, but if you you could do like a different version of Cyborg, dude. You yeah. could you could do Dark Side. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with my that's what I was gonna do. That see segued. We were left all the way from where I was to talk about that to <laughs> to this and theater and stuff like that. Anyway, yes, <laughs> and um, I was gonna do that because I have all of these action figures here. I don't care. I love action figures. I love cartoons too. <laughs> don't like it? Tough. No, oh. not you. I know you like it. I don't care. <laughs> Everybody else, I'm telling them. Y'all better <laughs> step up. Stop playing around. <laughs> but yeah, I, what I was going to do was I was going to take these Mezco figures that I have. And I was first going to try the stop animation thing. That's too hard. It's too hard, man. <laughs> it's too hard. Uh, what was it? It was... The count was like 75 frames per second. And it was, I forgot however, I was like a 15 minute video. If I wanted to do it right, it was 75 frames per second or something to that effect. And I was like, what? That's like two years of photos. Because you imagine you do all of that and you get yeah. one picture wrong, you gotta go back and do that shit over again. <laughs> I hate you. You are, you're not, you're, off, you're not even of this world. Yeah. Nothing else. It's it's a it's a very unique gift, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know how. They sit and they were like, okay, this is wrong. We're going to take this picture out right here and we're going to replace it with that one. It's going to make it, you know, ride smoothly. It's some fantastic stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, so to know exactly where to edit and where to splice and where to remove. Yeah. I assume there's always this, this brainstorming. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah. There's got to be, there's got to be storyboarding to do that. And uh, you know, you ever seen one of these things? Like, I I forget what movie was it? Co Kodo Kobo? I don't remember. Yeah. But it was about this kid. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes, with the monkey and the bug. Yes, they showed them animate, like one whole scene, and it was just the part where the monkey was fighting. That was fantastic. And they fantastic work. They spent, they sped up the, the, the scene, the frames. What was that? Just going fast enough. I'm like, yes. So they sped it up. It walking high. It's big, 
<laughs> just me, my amateur self talking about, I'm going to make Batman say, hey, you over there. Nah, that was not easy. I couldn't even. Easier. <laughs> yeah, there's a way to do it where you yeah. could pull off the effect you want to pull off. Right. See, the animation would go. I think if I put yeah. my all into it, you know, like adult chicken. I mean, that, not adult chicken, um, robot chicken, robot chicken. Mm-hmm. It would be something like that, kind of. And you saw how they do the yeah. animation with the mouth. They just take pieces of paper and put it over the mouth. <laughs> that would be more along the way that I would do it. So it would have to be comical. And I didn't want mine to be comical. So I was like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was going to take these figures and do voiceovers to them. Um, and put them on my IG and see how it see how it flows it, you know. You'll do it, man. That's an idea. That's an idea. Uh, yeah. That is sound- <laughs> exactly. I could do Batman. You know, like Kevin Conroy's <laughs> Batman. I can do that easily. That's him right here. Easy to pull off and all that. Those guys, where it's like, if you're gonna do it, do it probably Don't do it at all. No. Yeah, it's like. Don't- Exactly. 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 It's like it's either you copy Kevin Conroy or you make your own Batman. Not Kevin. Kevin is the one man. That's the guy. Exactly. That guy's a master. Him, Mar, all all of the voices on Philomar is a master. Philomar, do you remember in um, Mad TV? The name sounds familiar, but memory. No. Okay. You um did you watch any of the Supergirl episodes? Yeah. The live action Supergirl. Um she, okay, remember when John Jones' brother yeah. came oh, into the, the mix? The older one. <laughs> yes. That is Phil Lamar. That guy is magic. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> did he do the voice for the uh suck on my chocolate balls uh no, 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 that, that, no, no, he didn't do that. Phil Lamar has done oh, the Green Lantern on the Justice League series. Green Lantern, John Stewart. He's done Static Shock. He's done um, uh, a host of others that can't pop in my head right now because my brain's going crazy talking about this man. Phil Lamar is a master. Samurai Jack. <laughs> He did. He did Samurai Jack. Yes, because when I first heard Samurai Jack's voice, yeah, I was like, "Huh, I wonder who does that voice." Yeah. Sometimes I would do that. I'll just look it up. IMDb. Yeah. Phil Lamar. I was like, "Holy crap! This guy's a master." Um, Static Shot, Green Lantern, Samurai Jack. Um, there's a li- yeah. the list goes on. This guy is magical. Oh, um. What's his name on Futurama? Oh my, did him? The Jamaican character, I forget his name. Nice. Yes, that's Phil Lamar too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, you know, did you watch any of The Walking Dead? Oh, okay. The guy who plays the king, he does Cyborg's voice. Cyborg, booyah, that one. Yes. No, no, the original one, the Teen Titans Go, he does the voice for both of those guys. Everyone knows you have an epic voice for a cartoon, and then you go 
like do, do they desire to act as well or are they comfortable just doing the voice and everything and then when they get called to do how does I wonder how that feels for them to get that line especially to be a character on Walking Dead because I remember yeah. that, that, that king with the locks and he had the tiger right but he, he had yeah. oh my yes that's him his name is uh Carrion Carrion it's K-H-A-R-Y-O-N or something to that effect but this guy is a master too voice voiceover he's a master I, I couldn't believe he did Rafiki and the Lion King he did um yeah of course Cyborg what else did he, did he do now you're good man it's skipping my head I feel bad don't worry I'll represent you soon man <laughs> Throw respect on both y'all names, Phil Lamar and my man, the King from. I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> funny. But they've been working since then. Yes. Yeah, he's been working. He worked with Disney. He works with a whole uh, assortment of different um, agencies, different companies. But he's fantastic. I remember the only way I found out. Um, that he did those voices was um, he was doing something for um, for The Walking Dead and he was on set and it was like behind the scene and he said Booyah! Like Cyborg and I was like whoa 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 what? And then yeah exactly and then he did something else where he was talking about what he does. Oh yeah I did The Walking Dead and I, I'm Cyborg and I was Rafiki and he was doing all of the voices while he said who he did. And I was like, this guy is on fire. <laughs> I wonder how their life must have been doing those. Because I, I don't remember the limelight, well, especially in my period, not the light we have now when it comes to voice actors and actresses. I don't remember it being that um, strong then. I know, when, like you said, when I hear Cyborg talk, in a, mm-hmm. I, can, I, can, I can tell when he's talking. Even with Polar, I can tell, yeah, that's that cyborg. Without the booyah, I can tell. Right. I can tell when it's Robin speaking. You can obviously tell the inflection of different characters. But when it right. goes them from um, to different mm-hmm. shows, I can pick out a little bit when it's the actor, but it's he or she's doing a different character. I can just tell, Yeah. okay, there's something about this this voice that reminds you of this cartoon. And like you said, you go and Google it and realize, okay, that's the actor. Like the guy who does Lex, Lex's voice. When they casted him for Lex on Lex Luthor yeah. and uh, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, when they cast him for Mandalorian, I didn't know it was him. But it, it was. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Who said this yeah. again? So they're saying that the guy who did the voice for Lex Luthor in the Justice League like Justice League series did did what in the Mandalorian? Thing? Yeah. Oh. Fire. <laughs> yeah. And you know, uh, what was it? Um, no, I, oh, dang, I lost my just, thought. Go ahead. Way from TV to voiceover. And so you can always tell, like, Kevin can lose that voice, for example. So you can't hide it if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. When I saw the actor, this guy looks familiar, like he's right. familiar. Then when I Googled, the actor playing the red guy in Mandalorian season two. I think it's season two or season one. I can't remember. Then I was thinking, okay, his, his voice sounds familiar. Then I realized he played Lex either in the first season or second season of Justice League Unlimited. I said, like, no, this, I don't. I don't know how it feels to jump from voice acting to on screen. 
Yeah. Or, or, to to yeah. real acting. I mean, to to on camera acting. The validation. They, yeah. They feel on on um. Yeah. Represented after after a long period of time, and then when they're on screen or when they're on camera acting, how does that feel from the voice acting to the other one? Or is it, do they just treat it as two different separate jobs or just a job paycheck? Obviously, they enjoy it, they enjoy it, but it's like, I've always wanted yeah. how it feels for a voice actor not to be recognized, only to come this far, and then you start, you know, giving your, your background of all the different voices you've done. That must be annoying. I mean, for me, like, yeah, I think I'll be pissed off for a little while. <laughs> Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, you just behind the scenes all the time. All you do is hear the voice. And then when you see the person, you know, some yeah. people's minds will be like, yeah. click, wait a minute. I know this voice. And then yeah. other people will be like, whoa, 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 I don't care. Like, you know? <laughs> How come I know about you then? And I know only know about you now. And that it, yeah. it, it repeats you then. It's just weird. Thing. But, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah it's like uh it's like a i don't know maybe it's like a badge of honor you know oh yeah i did that but shh and then when people find out they're like holy crap you did that um maybe um some people like to throw it out there you know oh i was this voice you know that's what i think so it's wild all the way through i'm not hiding that <laughs> you just be doing it all over the place. <laughs> Instantly, it was done well. Batman stepped. Yeah. Never even wanted to do Batman was, but every time I, mm-hmm. every time DC was like, "Oh, we're doing a new Batman cartoon," like, please, please have the same guy in the original, have the same guy. Till I knew it was Kevin. Yes, I've always wished. Don't change his Batman voice. Yeah, it's fantastic because you know with. uh Kevin Conroy, he's such an iconic voice that, you know, when they did the Batman lineup of all the Batman, you know, you know, usually when I see these IG yeah. posts where they're placing all of the Batman together or even like an article yep. about all of the Batman, he's in there, even though he was just the voice, <laughs> you know, that's 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 a power. I, yeah. I feel that that's a power in itself. You yeah. know, all you did was hear my voice and I'm a Batman, you know, <laughs> But they don't do that too much with the Lego Batman. Um, what's his name? Um, geez. Yeah, I should Google it. <laughs> Lego Batman. I'm going to look it up right now. I hope I don't um, stop the feed. Can you still hear me? All right, excellent. He was good. I liked him very much. Lego Batman. Yeah. He's um, he's very good. I mean, he's a comedic actor, um, but he's he's hilarious. Why am I why am I going on Google and not doing eyes wrong with me? Um, yeah, Lego Batman. He is. Where are you, Lego Batman? That's him. Yes, Will Arnett. You know, when I first heard him, I was like, man, they just gonna choose this guy to be Batman. And he, he did it. I don't blame you. very protective over our characters, and we've grown up with That's true. That's true. Look, look, look. I, I'm even gonna tell you. Next. No. Say it's connected. They haven't done my man like that. No way. 
You can't just cut him off mid-conversation. Come on, Anchor. Is that bad connection or is that... Did he have a phone call? You here? Oh, I'm good. coming back. Sorry. Yeah, I can hear you now. You hear me? Okay, I'm sorry. I was still surfing. Um, yeah, when they picked Christian Bale to be Batman, my first thought was like, no, the American Psycho guy, are you crazy? <laughs> but that led me to go and look at his other works. And this guy is a masterful chameleon when it comes to acting. He he really becomes the character. And when I saw him do that, I was like, no, be Batman. Yeah, Let's see what you can do. Very, very good. <laughs> very Yes, yes, yes. Um, was the last guy? Go um, who? Before him? Yeah, before him. I think it. I think it was Kaluni. I believe so. Um, Kaluni. This is what I say about the other Batman, so to speak. Kaluni was a great Bruce yeah. Wayne, horrible Batman. Agree. Uh, um, Val Kilmer was a great yeah. Batman, horrible Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Um, Michael Keaton's the yeah, only one yeah, that yeah, stood yeah. steady for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. He's the only one that, I mean, because he was the first, so it's kind of hard to kind of veer away from him, you know? Um, Michael Keaton did a great job as Batman in both the Batman movies he did. Yeah. Both Bruce Wayne and Batman. Um, but yeah, Kaluni was a great Bruce Wayne, horrible Batman. Kil- Kilmer was a great Batman, horrible Bruce Wayne. Um, and then it kind of died off because I was getting tired of the uh, fantastical type Batman movies they were putting out there, especially with Kaluni, uh, Kaluni's Batman messing up the story, saying that uh, Barbara Gordon was Alfred's niece instead of Commissioner Gordon's daughter, and they just kind of messed that up. I was like, ah, I'm done with the Batman movies. So then when they said Bale was coming in. I looked at it and I was like, nah. And I watched his other movies and I was like, no, no, mm-hmm. yes, that, that might that might work. And he did a fantastic job in Batman Begins. He reinvigorated the superhero movie genre. He brought that back. If it wasn't for Nolan's Batman, Avengers, um, uh, Superman versus Batman. All of these other movies that's there wouldn't be there because it was Nolan who brought the superhero um, movies into focus and looked yeah. at them as serious contenders. Yeah, the way he- that's my opinion. I'm going to stand by it. Male <laughs> as well. I know my brother. He liked it because he wanted more. Yeah, fantastical um, villains. But I still feel for the grounding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Say, imagine this dude in real life. Yeah. How would that look like? That's how it would exactly, exactly. If Batman was for real right now, how would he be? And Nolan's Batman not hit that on the head. The thing that made me love this movie, the thing that made me love Batman Begins in a Dark Knight was how they started it off. You know, uh, Batman's off in the East, you know, in Asia somewhere, and he gets in jail or whatever and freaking Rajah Ghoul comes to him I was like that is the only way oh, to set yeah. off the Batman movies uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like that's the yeah. only way 
Yes, Liam Neeson played Raja Ghul, but they tried to play it off, called call about the card. No, I am the card, and I am yeah. an agent of Raja Ghul. And I was like, say what? Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is madness. I love it. And <clears throat> when, when they did that, I was in love with it. Why? Why? Because I was writing my own little fan fiction about Batman. And that's how I would have started it. Raja Ghul and Batman, or oh, Raja Ghul training Batman. And then he goes back to Gotham and, you know, uh, he does all this and all that. And then when the League of Shadows comes in to do their work, he's like, no, this is my home, please. And he, they're like, no. Yeah. And he has to stop them. The minute I saw that, I was so... That means you're already, you're already writing that in your head. <laughs> yeah, I wrote it in my head. That's exactly how it started. Well, not exactly how it started, but it would have started with... Bruce Wayne meeting Raja Ghul after his parents died, some some years after they died, and him being trained by Raja Ghul, and then he him going back to Gotham and becoming Batman. That's what I had in my head. That means you weren't the only one with the idea. Yeah. That's right. It's just no one had the money and the funds and everything to get it done before me. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Nolan, please don't don't get me. <laughs> you do fantastic work. If anything, put me in one of your films. I like, I like, I like, I like, I like, the recent one he did, I didn't really enjoy that much. Stuff. Uh, yeah, this, uh, which one, Tenet? I, I came out of Inception. Like that. That was okay. Okay. How or where he got the ideas for Inception yeah. to be done? <laughs> I love dreams. I love my dreams when I dream. Yeah, I love the the world of dreams mm-hmm. going to bed and going wherever you go to your yes. I love that you know that truth or that realism in our life so to- you and me both you and me both the thing that scared me though yes. was that top no, I don't want to spoil that it. top scared the hell out of me <laughs> the video the answer they, they give the answer to that question yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but they yeah. really forgive because when I first watched, I was like, "No, you're not going to do this." And I didn't know, I didn't know Nolan was very good. <laughs> he was known for doing that, leaving movies to cliffhangers. I was like, ah, I actually actively did not like watching movies to cliffhangers. I like a good definitive ending, or if it's cliffhanger, well, or the, uh, <laughs> or what's the cliffhanger? I, like, nah. I see. And I was warned beforehand, but just because of the trailers. Way it was done, <laughs> the way ending things in the movies in the trailer. Yeah, even though. Come on, I mean, who wouldn't want to see that? You're walking, and you look up the street, uh, and uh, up the street bends the towards street, you. I would. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, another movie that did that sort of thing that flipped flipped my brain a little bit was um, Doctor Strange, yes. of course. That it flipped me out. I loved it. I loved it. How did they were doing all these mirror things and buzzing people up, making people fall into holes that were like really like openings in buildings. It was yeah, crazy. Was it was you crazy. Know, the, I loved the, it. Um, <laughs> the trip he had when uh, the ancient one was waking is uh, awakening. His... Oh yes, yes. How could you? How could anybody forget that? She freaking tiger palms him in the chest and blast his soul <laughs> out of you know. I'm gonna have to watch that. Oh, to, I'm gonna watch that today. <laughs> that movie, when I first saw it, I was like, "Yes, this is yeah. how you do this character. No, no holds barred. 
yeah. Mirrorverse as well And this is how you trap spells From affecting the real world I mean just the The whole thought process Behind it is beautiful Beautiful yeah. Beautiful Beautiful Fantastic Fantastic uh, You know A lot of the visual arts In these In these films It's just It's just magical And I didn't like To be Continued